They say winning ain't everything. Well, we don't have them tight conversations over here, man. Had that conversation with the losers. We trying to win at everything we do. Even in the loss, we don't see defeat. We see a lesson learned. Straight up. Look, I came into this world in 1978 The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great 45-42 Prescott, that's where I'm from Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat In my own lane though, far from where they crashing at Dumb bar graduate, the game out of mastered it Served in the Navy, look, y'all don't know the half of it Pops passing no one, moms passed last year I know they up in heaven smiling down crying mad tears Cause they son making it, no telling where I'm taking it My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it Coach that went high in 15 in one state Seen the fork in the road and went straight I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk. Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend. Let's work. Hey, it's OG King Kirk, your host of the OG Two Cents Podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you who continue to tune in each and every Sunday. Uh, we truly appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, comment, and share it. Um, also, if Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating. Helps us out a lot. Uh, links are in the description for all available streaming platforms. Uh, let's continue to stand up against any forms of social justice and racism. And also let's let's uh, stop the hate and spread love. Uh, it's just it's just that easy. Um, so let's uh, let's let's make that happen. Um, remember this episode is brought to you by Zenny Blocks. Make sure to armor your eyes with Zenny Blocks virtual clear blue blockers. It's important to protect your eyes from the harmful blue light from your digital screens. So you have less eye strain and that makes for better sleep and performance. Check them out at zenny.com slash gaming or follow them on Zenny Gaming on Twitter. Follow them at Zenny Gaming on Twitter and Instagram. This episode is episode 55, getting to know Paul Garino. Um, I call him PG. I had a the opportunity of meeting them through uh, Renee Montgomery as I met her through Esports Extra. So uh, just the, the networking uh, has continued uh, through a very good cycle. Uh, but PG is the founder, CEO, and sports marketing manager for PG Sports. He also hosts the Average to Savage podcast, uh, re Remotely Renee, and Perfect Soccer. He has hosts he, he has a host of professional athletes that include Renee Montgomery, uh, Marlon Moraes, Kimbo Slice Jr., Crystal Dangerfield, Tremaine Williams, Brandon Copeland, Adam Ern, Jeff Adrian, and Jerome Cunningham. Uh, so, you know, I don't like to get do too much talking. Uh, so with further ado, Paul Garino, how you doing today? Hey, appreciate you having me on. That was a great intro. Hey, I, I try, man. You, you know, you're a man of, of many talents. So uh, it's had to do my research, but I, I never like to talk too much because I like for you uh, to just open up and tell your story and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, for sure. It's actually funny that you said that because like the other day I just started like writing because, you know, like everyone always asks me like what I do. And it's like a wide variety of things. And I literally wrote down like kind of like each thing, what I do, like but I didn't kind of realize what I what the titles were of things like you know like so say like a podcast 
like technically like editing and all that and or like getting the people is like quote unquote called a producer but like i don't call myself that but like so i wrote i started writing down stuff and i was like yo i really am doing all this stuff these these job description type things you know yeah i definitely can uh relate to that yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly but, um so you want me to just like tell you about like how i started pg sports or yeah just uh yeah give us uh some some background on how you, how you yeah, got started for sure yeah so um i started pg sports 2011 this year is the the 10th anniversary so it's pretty uh crazy to me uh so i was 19 when i started i was in between my freshman and sophomore year of college uh, I was literally just bored one night in the summer. I created a Twitter page uh, to tweet about sports, uh, to not be on my personal page, like annoying my friends always tweet, you know, tweeting about sports. And, um, but I always wanted to be a sports agent. So that's another reason why I created it. And um, I, I believe originally I was going to do just like a baseball page, but like, thank God I didn't. Cause now that opened up doors that wouldn't happen if I was just doing only baseball stuff. Um and then, like I said, I've always wanted to be a sports agent. So I wanted to have a foundation for after college. Um, like thinking back now, it's kind of crazy. Like I was thinking like that, even though I, and like, I never really planned for like future kind of stuff. Like, I don't like when people say like, what's your five-year plan or whatever. Like, cause I like to take like day, uh, life day by day and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I just created it just, just to have the platform. I'm um, just to have a platform like after college. And then, you know, I just started, started basically became apparel brands. Um, and then I just started doing influencer marketing before influencer marketing was a term and just sending it out geared to pro athletes, like annoying them on Twitter and social media. This was before uh, Instagram even had DM. So it was literally like, I was like directly tweeting them. Um, and then from there, just building the relationships with the athletes and, um, pretty much getting into more of the marketing and just like all the aspects, just like going back to what I was saying, like jobs, I didn't even know what I was doing that were jobs and handling people's social media stuff and, building brands and, you know, getting exposure through, you know, like podcast. Now everything is podcasting, but articles back then and things like that. Um, and then just keep on growing and growing. Like, so every year I always just like kind of reflect on the year beyond like, so right now I'd be like, Oh, what I do like last year just to see like, and I'd be like, Oh, well, I really did make progress, but I didn't even really realize it. Okay. Like where, like, where did you grow up and where did you go to school? Yeah. So I'm from uh, West Haven, Connecticut. Um, I went to school, uh, also in Connecticut, I went to the Sacred Heart. Um, like I talked to you the other day, I know you just became the advisory board for, uh, the esports. So congrats again on that. Um, it. so yeah, I went there for undergrad and grad school, uh, sports management, undergrad and, uh, sports communication and media for grad school. Okay. Like, you know, the one thing I wonder is, um, after I started linking everything together and I and seeing what you, what you did, uh, uh, one of the things that you did overall, like how, like does most of your clients approach you or mm -hmm. like, do you like reach out or uh, how does that work? Yeah. So, I mean, going back to like the clothing, I think um, it was just kind of organically, you know, like even with Renee, like she was the first female athlete to wear it in like 2012. Like, I just sent it to her because I'm from Connecticut, UConn, all that stuff. Um and then, you know, I just built relationships with them, just sending them gear. And then they probably just saw what I was doing and things like that. But I'd say um, it kind of like goes both ways. Sometimes we just like work together without even like knowing it. Uh, like another example, like Marlon Marais, he was one of one of the guys I already had wearing my gear and I was working with them, Mike Kimball. They were training together and, and I just tagged him in the picture also. And then he like said he liked the stuff. And then I told him what else I'd do. And then uh, he basically helped uh, hire me to help him with like his social media and things like that. 
because uh, he's from Brazil too. So I was helping him kind of with like English. So that was that was a whole different uh, type of thing that I never really thought I'd be doing either. So, so I'd say to answer it, I'd say it kind of works both ways. Um, now more so like, you know, uh, I think just people see like who I'm working with and then it might be like kind of referrals, just like word of mouth. Like everyone always says like word of mouth is still like the most powerful thing. So, yeah. Okay. Like you say, you started when you was 19. Yeah. Like how does your, like, how does your parents feel about uh, mm -hmm. what you were doing and like how supportive were they? Yeah. So, I mean, they're always been supportive. Uh, I don't know if they know what I do still to this day, but uh, I just keep on, uh, you know, it's hard to explain. Um, like a lot of people just think I'm still doing clothing, which is uh, false. Um, but that's, I mean, that's how, I mean, obviously that's what it looks like. Maybe that's what it looks like, but I think more and more people are starting to realize um, I'm redoing my website right now. So then that will be more emphasis on that. Um, so people will realize that. Um but yeah, they always been supportive. I remember like, you know, I, I started a Kickstarter um, to basically do like a pre-order of all the gear and um, they, yeah, they always been supportive of me doing all this and entrepreneurship and things like that. Now, uh, between being the founder, CEO and the sports marketing manager, like how much, how much, like you, how much work do you outsource? Do you, you do the most of the work yourself, like editing, like everything like that. I mean, is that mostly all you? Um, I'd say like the majority of work is me, but um, like I have some, you know, freelance graphic designers and um, I haven't, for my podcast, I used to have an editor for the audio, but then I started doing the video and uh, I, I still do, I still do that, but kind of looking for somebody to take that over. So yeah, most of the stuff uh, I'm still doing, but yeah, like as you grow, you kind of have to outsource more. Right, right, right. Now, leading into that, uh, Average to Savage podcast, I mean, you've had on a variety of mm -hmm. uh, guests. Um, talk about the podcast and, like, um, the, the the guests that you have had on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, we had OG King Kurt on. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I, uh, I started the podcast Average to Savage because uh, I wanted to, I just always loved listening to interviews and uh, 2017, I was like, I did research for probably like three months. And then in 2018, I finally launched it. And, um, and then I, I just was like, kind of just like looking at everyone's stuff and, and I didn't want to name a PG sports podcast because I didn't want to only interview athletes or get that perception of that. So that's why I, I just came up with the name average to savage. And, um, and now I interview like everybody. So like, for example, like I interviewed Ben Baller, Dogface, the guy from TikTok, um, like the founder of Starter Brand, uh, David Beckerman. That was that's probably like one of my favorites. I always tell people just because it was cool because I actually got to meet him and things like that because he's from uh, Connecticut. Um, and then I had you know I get to I like um, obviously I work with WNBA players, so I like highlighting them and getting all of them on too, especially like when the season's coming up, help them promote themselves. Um, so yeah, just like a wide variety of things. And I, I, I even had like random ones on, like I had like actors on from like ballers and I had like a DJ on, I had like a mental health worker on one time. Like it's pretty much like anything. Yeah. I like the the concept, like, you know what I'm saying? Average to savage. I think when people look at podcasts and our your typical podcast, they think that it's 
it's all about uh the high profile celebrities yeah. and things of that nature but you can it's tons of people that you can highlight that to inspire uh yeah. people that, that you know listeners and the viewers and stuff like that that's, that's how i kind of look at mine is that it puts people on a platform to be able to help uh, other people who may want to come down uh who tra- want to travel down the same lane and get some advice and different things like that so yeah even uh, like i would say even um less known people get more views for me because they're sharing it to their network and maybe that because they probably don't do as many interviews so that's why it's always like cool to see and even like it's crazy that you said that too because like obviously everyone has a story but like i even thought about making another podcast just getting like just like totally random people on because it's like like all the people that I meet and just like email and stuff, I'm just like, this is like crazy. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. That, that's what I do. I mean, even, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I'm intrigued uh, in general, just with, yeah. with having conversations with people yeah. and learning yeah, more no. about them. I can see somebody doing something that I think is interesting. And and the beauty of it, of having your own show is that you're like, Hey, how about you come on my show and talk about what you do? And in the process, you get to learn more about them and, and things like that. So, it's definitely uh, been helpful to me, not only uh, professionally, but personally as well. Yeah. Um, you do re- remotely, Renee, with uh, Renee Montgomery, mm-hmm. uh, Mama Snook, and, and her sister. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I love the concept. I love Renee. I mean, she everything she stands for. Um, she was, she's been on the podcast. Big ball of energy all the time. Like, I mean... You know, actually, when I met her, like, unknowingly, like, she she helped me more than she than she knew because I like I needed like a boost of, 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 of energy and life and everything like that. And she breathes that each and every day. And then to get an opportunity to, to talk with her mom and stuff like that has really been uh, I can't I can't thank them enough for, for welcoming me into their family. But I love the show's concept because like it's not a podcast like it's a. Yeah. So variety show where y'all talk about a lot of different things. So talk about that for a second. Yeah. I mean, uh, so it was kind of funny cause everyone just kept on asking Renee to like start a podcast or is she going to start one? And then, uh, this kind of just came about, we finally, uh, launched it in December. Um, probably I would say probably don't launch a podcast in December cause of all the holidays and stuff. <laughs> so that was a little challenging, but, uh, we, we got through that. Um, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's definitely been, I think it's pretty unique to, you know, first of all, have three African-American women and then me, like, so it's kind of, yeah, I think that's pretty uh, unique and different. I don't really know any other show like that. And then obviously them all being related, then it's just me. I'm like the oddball. So uh, I think it's pretty funny in that concept. And I think, uh, I think just, uh, I mean, obviously like I knew them already, but now obviously we know each other more. And um, it's funny just to see like the people, like, I don't even know sometimes, like, I think someone tweeted me this week. And they're like, oh, I love when you and Snook argue. And I'm just like, what were we arguing about? Like, I didn't think we were like arguing about anything, but it was just like, so it's funny to me to just see that stuff. Um, and it's just like funny when, you know, Cole like asked me random questions and things like that. So, uh, and I just like, uh, I think we all enjoy it doing every week. And just like, I'm sure you do it too. Just like after podcasts, we talk like even more for after, you know, recording and stuff like that. Which yeah. I want, I want some of that behind the scenes footage. We need to get that out too because it's pretty funny. Uh, I'm sure uh, Renee yeah. is the queen of sound bites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure, like, I've been 
just ecstatic about seeing Mama Snook on camera and like actually because we text. So yeah. like actually getting to see her and getting to listen to her has been a, a treat. Yeah, she um, blows our minds every week. So that's that <laughs> yeah. I think the funniest the funniest uh, one that I seen was uh, when she was talking about TikTok, like oh, just, yeah. the, just hearing her talking. <laughs> Like, you know, and I have, I, I'm eventually like, I mean, matter of fact, I mean, that's a perfect segue. I mean, is that you, you blew up on TikTok. Like, I mean, I've been one, like, I've been trying to find like, it's different, you know, niches in, in, in TikTok. And, and, you know, some people do the dancing, some people do the, the role play. And, and a lot of people are like ultra creative in doing that. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out like, what's my what's my lane and then once i figure it out then i'm gonna jump into it but like talk about your tiktok man like i think you verified now on tiktok yeah. if i'm not mistaken yes yeah verify <laughs> that's who i really want to interview i want to interview the people that verify people that's what, that's what I want to <laughs> hey i'm sure every everybody want, want, wants us to interview i mean because people want to know like yeah. what's the true yeah. algorithm or process that it's getting verified button in my opinion but anyways uh <laughs> yeah like tiktok so i felt like um i think i felt like you know a lot of opportunities have been missed in the past and i feel like i always said like oh i wish i did that but uh and like i did have tiktok in 2019 i believe and i didn't really use it man i just kept on seeing it organically grow and people uh like just other people's so i was like all right i'm gonna post and uh shout out to my boy hakeem valles uh, he's a former NFL tight end and he blew up and he just kept on telling me to get on and just like kind of showed me just some tips. And um, so then I just started uh, posting three videos a day for like 30 days. And it kind of just like, you know, it wasn't getting that much traction. A couple of videos like blew up, but I was kind of like you. So basically what I was doing, I was using two videos. It was old content and I was just kind of like making it into TikTok form. And then one video I was doing just like daily vlogs, uh, pretty much the whole day. I mean, it's remote now. So I was just filming like this. I'd be on a podcast, I'd be on whatever call and just like, obviously not put the calls on, but you know, and then, you know, music over it. So I think like people like those. And then, uh, and then, um, I think the, what I'm going to start doing now is like, I don't even think like the best content is out yet because I'm going to start doing like more like business stuff and like, like questions like you're asking me and things like that um because i think that would be more valuable um but i do like the the daily vlog thing because i mean if it was regular times then it would be really dope like just like wherever i'm going or whatever and i've done like throwback ones like past events so it's been fun to do definitely time consuming because like the first week i spent like 40 hours on it and i was like this is like too crazy this is too much <laughs> i get it i'm gonna figure it out i need to figure that out uh, i need to figure reels out yeah. um just because yeah, and then a lot of times i'm sure like you run into this is that it's only so much time in a day like i yeah. mean you don't is you don't get a chance to really get around to all the things that you want to do of course because you got to prioritize but i think once i really get some time and then also like right now i'm in ohio but i'll be in new york back in new york soon mm -hmm. and i think like change of scenery uh, different things like that are probably, you know, open me up to doing a, a, lot, a lot more than what I'm doing. I mean, because it's funny, the remote, like you talking about doing everything remote is that it, it it can find you to a to a large degree because you really sitting wherever you're at. I mean, on your laptop, it's in and out of Zoom calls and things like that, where you really can't like even leave the house once everything gets started. And I mean, at least that's the case for me. 
But uh, I look forward to, to being able to get back out and, like I said, get a, a different change of scenery and stuff like that. Um, you know, we got March Madness mm-hmm. uh, starting uh, this, this week, actually. Um, you know, who's your who's your favorite uh, to win uh, the NCAA championship, men and women? I'm going to be honest, I haven't really watched that much college basketball, <laughs> but obviously I filled out a bracket. And, uh, and it's just, I feel like it's just going to be super weird just because, like, the teams with Corona and, like, some teams might not even play because of that and things. But uh, so I just picked uh, – I, I picked Michigan for the men's, and obviously I got to pick UConn for the women's. No, without a doubt. Like, <laughs> I, I think they're, they're going to pull – they've been – they haven't won in a while, so I think they got to do it. Now, what do you um... – you know, I've seen uh, the the disparity and the treatment of of women uh, in the NCAA, as far as uh, the, the tournament and things of that nature. Um, what's your What's your thoughts on that? Uh, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I literally just tweeted that out right now. Um, like the the weight room thing, I was like, all right, what well, like semi whatever to that. But then when I just saw like the food, I was just like. All right, they're getting like the Salisbury steak that we had in like elementary school. Like, what is that? like that's just weird. So, and then they, I just read that they can't order food either, apparently, because nobody could come in the hotel. But I don't get, I don't get why they can't get it. Just drop. I mean, I don't get why the hotel or whatever NCAA won't let them just like drop it off in the lobby. Like, get it. I don't know. It's so, it's, it's, I don't know. So, like, I had put on. Uh, my Facebook page not too long ago, like some things I just don't understand. Like, I mean, it it doesn't seem like a hard uh, concept to grasp. And grasp when you talk about treatment of people. Like, I mean, it's just yeah. like you 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 wouldn't want to be treated like that. You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to. Like, I mean, it, so I I don't understand. Yeah. It it really was it was shock it was shocking, but it but unfortunately it wasn't shocking. I mean, if you get what I'm saying, I mean, because yeah. it's stuff like it's been stuff going on for a long time. And, and the thing that I've learned um, throughout everything and, and especially during the pandemic and especially through all the, you know, the activists out here working there, women are, are more, are being, are, have always been stand up and, and on the front lines of any and everything. And, yeah. and the fact that, I mean, it's not always respected is, is, is uh it's it's sad to a degree yeah yeah i mean even like the swag packages were way smaller and I, that doesn't really make sense to me but all of it doesn't really make sense to me but um like especially like if somebody like uh actually um what's his name nick young commented on it and was like well you're the jv team like talking about the women but right. i'm like this you they can't get the same food that doesn't even make any sense um and yeah like the swag packages and i put out like something like a stat um like the women get like way more engagement than the men do um in general like i think uh people gotta start all these people are about metrics but they're not looking at the the main metric which is like you know the engage the actual engagement and people not just like liking it you know commenting and actually like so and the women get more than that so the men do so yeah yeah i mean for me uh i mean lastly for the to speak on it is that all we 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 are we come from women yeah. Uh, most of us have, you know, sisters, aunt, aunts, you know, I mean, so, you know, grandmothers, like, I mean, it's just like, I mean, respect the women. I mean, give it, give them more respect than, 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 than what 
that we have mm-hmm. as as an as, as the uh, a nation as far as now i mean because every time i like i said on my timeline i got a bunch of beautiful uh women uh you know of color and and, and beyond mm-hmm. always speaking out for for what's right and and, and for any and everybody they, they don't pick sides i mean it, it's about what's right so hopefully uh I, i'm i'm anxious to see how that the ncaa responds and goes forward. Uh, I mean, they got to at least get them some better food. Like that was like disgusting. <laughs> like, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Now, while we're talking about uh, hoop, uh, you know, last chance you mm-hmm. uh, came out with their first series of basketball. And I mean, it was, I mean, it was, it was probably everything we wanted and, and more. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what to expect initially. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, me and you did reviews before on. Uh, last chance you but obviously it was football and I, that was even one of my more favorite uh series uh and then it happens to be in la again yeah. uh you know with coach mosley i mean it um let's talk about your thoughts uh about last chance you basketball well i'll tell you last night i thought about it and i was like yeah i want to watch it again um <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, so yeah no at first it was slow i feel like every show i ever watch is like sl- like i slowly get into it and then like by the second or third episode i was like locked in um so yeah i really liked it and uh like at first too i was thinking like because i was just i didn't really know about that much about juco basketball so i was just like because i knew that like, I was like, do players really bounce, like, go to JUCOs like that? Like, that are high high level ones. So, um, so that was cool just to see, like, versus the football one. And, um, and just like, you know, obviously all their stories are always, I like, like, Greg, uh, Whitley, the producer, or the producer, uh, director is just like a beast. Like, I, I tweeted the other day, like, I, like the way he just like storytells and everything, like, breaks down everybody's story. Uh, I think it's like really dope. Like, and these are, and you got to remember, like, these are um, like these people never been on camera like that before. So it's like crazy to see like that high quality of work and them being like comfortable with them. Like these are people that they never met, like, and they're comfortable talking with them about all this like serious in-depth stuff about their lives. No, I I mean, I agree. I think um, it's, it's, it's always perfectly put together. Like I, I, I don't have any complaints yeah. about the, the, any of the last chance use it. The only, the only thing now is I'm like you, I'm, I'll probably end up watching again. I'll probably as a team, uh, when we, st- before we start our season, we'll probably sit down and watch it together, whether they watched it or not. But, um, it, it was powerful. I mean, and really that's the nature, uh, of coaching, uh, is that, you know, how involved, uh, and, and how much he cared about his players. I mean, and beyond just the game. And I think even uh, you see like the, the Juco route is, is always been a, 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 a no holds bar uh, type of, you know, deal because a lot of times like what wasn't really show, wasn't what wasn't shown that's typical, you know, Juco, they have anywhere from 15 to 20 players and you scrapping uh to get playing time and to get out because like i said everybody's it's survival of the fittest everybody's trying to they're not trying to stay there they get there to try to get up get up out i mean joe hampton i mean it's a phenomenal story and you know they never they didn't give up on him and i mean that and that's the key when you're in a position like that and now he you know he's moved on having didn't have a bad season at, at long beach i mean so I, you know who knows what we'll, we'll see from him in the next couple of years. I think 
the ending of it, like that caught me off guard. Did that catch you off guard? Yeah, a little because like in the timeline they weren't they weren't ever saying like the date or in so anything. I, but I kind of figured that's why I was kind of confused. I was like, so this was recorded in 2019, 20 season. So then it made that more sense to me that it was like you know March was coming up and it was the end of the year. And like it's kind of weird because the camera crew probably didn't really know anything about it, like just in general, like because they were going through it like everybody else. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, I don't know. Like it, it hit. I mean, it hit me. Um, and it's funny because like now that I'm older, mm-hmm. and like I know I see like a lot of the pressure that that kids are under that participate in athletics. It doesn't even matter the sport, and like you see them like go through a bunch of trials and tribulations and then get to the point where um you know they have a shot at, at receiving a, a a great amount of success or accomplishment and then it kind of like being snatched and then like yeah. you can see some of the some of the more emotional type players like joe hampton like mm-hmm. and but then you know you see him crying and then you remember like he's a kid like i yeah. mean and, and and that part like that that whole scene got to me because at that point, you know, you can lose a lot of uh, kids, like, because that's devastating. Like, they worked hard to get there and then not be able to play. And then, obviously, in JUCO ranks, uh, you need all the exposure you can get. I mean, yeah. cause, and now it's even worse, I mean, because, you know, you got the transfer portals and, and you know, some people utilizing their extra year and, you know, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of moving parts going on with NCAA now. So you, you really trying to get the, 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 do what's best for you and your future. Um, also, just like you got a lot of kids coming out of high school, um, yeah. like with Team Ignite in the, in the G League. Like, I mean, yeah. so uh, it's just, uh, it, it was tough to watch, but I, like I said, it was a great series overall. I think it was Deshaun, uh, the guard. Um, yeah. I, I, like this story, I mean, and you know how he was persevering, and you know his girlfriend, she was there by his side, making sure that you know he was doing what was needed. And then also, I, I now that I think about it, like in practice, like Coach Moley, like he allowed the girlfriend to like be there and be in and, and yeah. be supportive and and different things like that. So it was just like uh, a lot of family atmosphere, a lot of positive messages, and. You know, it's a video circulating on social media now when he was giving that speech after the game. Well, I felt him because I've been there before as a coach where you giving your all to kids and you missing out on, you know, events with, with your kids. So yeah. that was powerful. Like, uh, any any last thoughts about it? Um, I think I just want more. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, yeah, no, that's why it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I don't know if they filmed anything this year, like the – 20 but um so it'll be interesting to to see i think maybe it might be more interesting with the pandemic and things like that um but yeah hopefully there's there's more last chance you basketball definitely definitely um at this point of the show as og wants to know uh, rapid fire questions answer open and honestly as possible um let's get started uh biggest influence oh I I just have to say, just um, I don't think it's a person. I think it's just like all the things I experienced uh, in my life, and just like like seeing things and like that. That's what influenced me. I'd say. Okay, what motivates you? 
Um, probably just being successful and just, just like taking care of my family. Okay. Uh, favorite sports moment of all time. Um, I'll say an in-person one. I went to uh, Yankees ALDS. Uh, I forgot what year it was, but like Mark Desher had a walk-off. Okay. Uh, favorite sports team? Um, Yankees. Okay. Favorite athlete? Of all time? Nah, just in general. <laughs> or give me, hey, give me both. I'll take both. Um, I mean, growing up, uh, like I said, a Yankee fan. So growing up, my favorite athletes were Chuck Knobloch and, and uh, Alfonso Soriano. Okay, okay. So I'll say, uh, yeah. Favorite actor and actress? Oh, uh, I like anything comedy. So like, I guess I go like Will Ferrell. Actress. Um, you said or, or or both? Both, both. Um. I don't know. I don't got one. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity crush. Uh, I, I don't got no celebrity crush. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite movie of all time. Uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that's hilarious. Man. And, uh, fa- favorite thing to do when you're not working. Um, I just like kind of, I mean, I like social media. I like, like, watching new things and like learning about different type of things okay uh what would you be doing if you wasn't doing what you're doing now uh i don't know maybe working for like a sports team uh that's about it okay what's what's next for pg um just growing more um you know building up clientele um just working with more brands, building relationships, pretty much the same thing that I've been doing, just growing, like trying to grow and grow. Um, I think, uh, I think things are changing more because people now are more uh, receptive of what I'm doing and trust me more. I think that's like probably like the biggest thing, which is uh, cool to see too. Um, and, you know, just like working with past brands, I think then they see the value even because I always, I feel like I always work with like underdog athletes or and or up and coming and, they might not see it then and they they see it a few years later gotcha gotcha uh how can people follow you and what you do yeah so uh you can follow me uh pg at pg sports um my personal one is at pcg7 and uh my website is pgsports.com cool cool i mean uh grateful to have you on the show pg uh always a pleasure definitely uh i'll be in touch and I just I wish you well in in everything uh, that's coming to you. Yeah, thank you again for having me. Appreciate it. No problem. Uh, just for everybody who uh, tuned in for this episode, remember if you watched on YouTube, uh, hit that subscribe button. Um, also, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, you know, remember to follow us on social media at the og two cents podcast that's on facebook twitter and instagram follow me on social media at og king kurt and that's facebook twitter and instagram uh you can also go to www.com i mean www.ogkingkurt.com for everything og king kurt and the podcast uh, you can catch me on esports extra uh every tuesday wednesday and thursday from anywhere from 6 to 8 p.m uh, we talk sports traditional sports and esports that's what host larry ridley 
uh, the crew, Kelly Wells Brinkley, Antonio Williams, Derwin Rowell, Kevin Mamouzet. Um, and like I said, that's every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash compete forever. Uh, shout out to my team, uh, Cy Evermore, Box Graphics, and Strider Visuals for continuing to make the OG Two Cents podcast better than, than, than I could alone. And um, remember to make sure you catch next week's episode. And if it makes sense, it's an OG Two Cents. OG out. Let's put this work in, fellas. And much, much, much love to the entire 2K community for always showing me love. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.